Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I am Maureen McGrath. This is the show where we educate men and women and they about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can be. I am Maureen McGrath. I am your host of this show. I make no judgments. I make no apologies either. We're just talking about fearless, straight up sex. So I am so thrilled to have in the studio with me one of my favorite broadcasters out there, probably my most favorite besides Karen and Jeff. Oh, come on. (laughs) I'm right here. You are the man. (laughs) I had to say that in case they're listening. (laughs) (laughs) And we got nothing to be guilty. (laughs) Captain Scotty is here with me in the studio tonight. So thanks so much for joining me. You you wanted me to come on, right? I, I did. Invite, right? I yeah, did. Well, I, thought, I, I'm I like, there's got to be a different Jeff. Scott. <laughs> That's usually <laughs> no. when, when I get an invite to something. I got invited to golf last week with some work people. And I'm like, be honest, where was I on the on the uh, on the exactly. invite list? And they're like, about seven. Okay, now I know. I'm no, not buying you, know you a beer. So I, where was I absolutely. on the invite list? You were number one, to be honest with you. I am just trying to make you a little more humble. That's all. <laughs> By saying it was Jeff I invited first. No way it was you. Okay. At the Christmas party, remember? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. That's where this was born. That's right. And I was still fairly sober at that point. You were. You were. told my wife I'm coming down here. She's like, why she got you there? (laughs) Oh, it's uh, like the Sinai Check Show. And we're going to talk about, again, why why does she want you? So hopefully she doesn't call up. Otherwise, I'm a dead man. And tell us about the sexless relationship. No. (laughs) Yes. We love our Netflix. I'm missing Game of Thrones to be here, Maureen. Oh my gosh, I am totally honored. But can't you PVR that or oh, you yeah, know, yeah. watch it's, it later? It's... Yeah, just don't stay up late, too late. You know, just um, just watch how much. So, do you watch a lot of? Uh... We wa- yeah, we have our, our sort of our key shows. We got two little two little girls at home, so yeah. our free time is limited. So we want to watch quality programming, of course. So Netflix is a great opportunity for us to to watch the the good shows we want, and we if we can binge watch them, boom, perfect. And, and what do you watch? Uh, House of Cards, yep. uh, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, right. uh, Rectify is a real cool one. Nobody's really been watching that one. Okay. Uh, just watch Flaked with Will Arnett, Canadian oh. comedian guy. That's, okay, that's pretty wow. good. Kind of slow, but, but kind of cool. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I really only watched Orange is the New Black. And well, we, we watched that. It kind of petered out a little bit it, after the first season. It but. did, didn't it? It got a little dull. I was just looking for a break. I just thought being in jail might actually give me a bit of a rest. Right. <laughs> Somebody would wait on me, bring me food. Yes. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't have to worry about what I wore. Well, we have. there's a guy that calls our show the uh, Jeff O'Neill Show on the world famous Fox 9.3 FM. Sorry, I got in the plug. <laughs> you did. <laughs> we got a guy that calls us, and he used to work in a women's prison. He, and he's like, yeah, that's not, that's about the farthest thing from no reality. No kidding. I know, I know. <laughs> I for, anybody that, for anybody that wonders if Orange is the New Black is close to prison, exactly. like, yeah, it's not so Not much. at all. Yeah. I know. I do some prison work, but mostly where I uh, am involved, it's mostly men who end up in uh, the slammer. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I do. So yeah, it's not real. Nothing like that at all anyway. But it does look like kind of a little bit of fun there. Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Getting your hair done. and Yeah, you know. no, seems good. <laughs> Anyhow, I'd want a private room. That's the only thing. You and I were saying with this tragedy in Florida, it's difficult, especially for people like us who are happy souls. Yeah, I kind of want to reach out to you and say, do we want to push this back? It seems a bit weird, but, you know, the way I, I deal with things and everybody's impacted by this tragedy. You know somebody, you are somebody, whatever. You, everybody's right. touched somehow. Absolutely. Uh, 
you know, I'm one that just sort of like let's let's keep loving, let's let's laugh, let's get through this, and that's kind of what what I do. I know that's what you kind of do. It's kind of you're in a tough spot, but yeah, yeah, we got to keep doing and honor those that unfortunately, in a senseless tragic event. Uh, aren't with us, we can honor them and, and keep going. And, the, you know, that you said earlier, out, right out the window here, downtown, we're across from the art gallery, the vigil is going on right exactly. now. Exactly. Like a couple hundred people. And, and growing. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's very powerful, but at the same time, do we do we keep going and kind of exactly. do our thing? Exactly. That, that underscores the goodness in people. You know, for the most part, people are good. Really, people don't want to hurt other people intentionally. You know, and you just get one person who's out of step, out of line, you know, and it and it can ruin uh, a lifetime. Yeah, you had said just before the break, just you know how many people are affected: the brothers, sisters, cousins. Just exactly. The, you know, 50, it's endless. Fifty people lost their lives, but countless thousands are touched by those people. That's and right. It's just it, the toughest thing. I th- there's just no answer. There would never no. be any answers. It makes no sense. No, no. It's it, so senseless. It, absolutely. It makes absolutely no sense. It's really hard and it's really difficult to be light on the air, you know, when we're, uh, when this is, you know, a cloud, a dark cloud over us. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do our best. Do anyway, our best. I really appreciate you coming in because relationships are a big issue for people in relationship troubles. And I get lots of questions about that. I've, I've got a few about erectile dysfunction, but we do have a prize to give away. And uh, I've saved it for this uh, hour because I you're here. I thought that's here. what I was getting for coming on the show. No, oh, I'm sending okay. you a free flashlight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming in the mail. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is a WeVibe 4, if you're not familiar. Oh, no, WeVibe 4 Plus, if you're not familiar with it. It's a couple's vibe. It's the ultimate couple's vibe. I have no affiliation with the company, I want you to know. But if you have a Netflix story or a relationship story or something bizarre that has happened and you want to get your name put in to the draw, give me a call. Give us a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell, and we can perhaps help you with the problem. But if your story is good... We'll, we're going to put you into the draw for this. Uh, it's, it's like $250, this little item that is just going to send your sex life a soaring. Uh, does, by, this, does this go, uh, does this go, is this an internal kind of thing or external or what's the uh, deal on the WeVibe 4 Plus? Uh, it's a, it's an intro and an extra. Oh my goodness! It's an well, all that's in why one. It's the plus. It, that's why it's the okay. plus. It has the app, and you an can app? yes, you can have sex with someone in another country with this. And there, it's remote control, what? so you can actually be powering this from across the room, and your lover can be on the other side. I've had people actually email me already tonight saying I bought that for my lover. It's amazing. So I've had three or four people actually say how great it is. Validate what I am <clears throat> suggesting right, here. Yes. <laughs> so we got one of those of course, to give away. We have one of those to give away. Cool. So if people want to talk and want to tell us their little story, that would be fantastic. But I thought I would uh, read, I have one email first that I just thought was pretty pretty darn cool. Um, it was about somebody who has gone to Catholic school just like myself. Uh, only he thought that my Catholic school experience was a whole lot better. This is from Duncan. Hey, Maureen, like you, I went to Catholic school. Eighth grade, an optional class after school, we were taught basic anatomy. Insert penis into vagina, once married, only when you want to have a baby. The end. Abortion equals evil. Masturbation equals evil. No mention of homosexuality. Everyone went home. More confused 
than when they went in. Sounds like he went to a better Catholic school than I did. <laughs> Keep up the great work. I went to Our Lady of the Assumption School um, in, uh, anyway, in a small little town in Massachusetts, <laughs> Linfield, Massachusetts. It's lovely this time of year there. I had so, so little sex education that I, the, when the nuns had their habits on, which was all the time, I remember asking, do you go to the bathroom? Like, do you actually, <laughs> you have to go to the bathroom in those? I mean, I just thought, I just didn't know what was underneath there, but <laughs> I was asking the questions all the time. I, I think in grade six, they showed us, they put a, they put a condom on a banana and that was it. And then they, I don't remember. And then I got a, a, co- a talk from our football coach who was pretty much, I think, just using football analogies. And we left going, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but my, my uh, oldest daughter is six. So it, but last year in kindergarten, she's in grade one. In kindergarten, boom, all over it. Exactly. I'm like, this is outstanding. Exactly. And they do it again, and they learn uh, you know, boundaries, it, it, everything. That's anatomy, right. Anatomy, everything. That's right. And they absorb what they uh, need to at the time, right? They're not going to yeah. take it all yeah. in. They're going to absorb what works for them, and then they're going to run on, and then they're going to educate them again. So it's not just such a mystery. I remember one in the recess yard of Our Lady of the Assumption School in Linfield, Massachusetts, where a friend said to me, um, guess what? Boys have periods, and it's called spurt. And I thought, and she ran off, and I'm like, well, that's news. <laughs> So tell me about this spurt, I was asking people. And they, oh. <laughs> I was in third grade. Anyway, that was pretty bad. Um, so I think we're getting some calls here, but they have to share the story with us and talk to us on the phone. Nobody gets entered into the draw. Oh, they just want the Oh, uh, they yeah, the they just vibe. want. But that's the deal. Here's the deal on the Wee Vibe, and then we're going to go to break in a second. You have to call in, share your story, and then your name gets entered into the draw. So you can't just call up and think you won. <laughs> Nobody has won yet. Okay, these are my rules. This is my show. You're <laughs> the Alex Trebek. I am the Alex Trebek, and that makes you the... Uh, I don't even know what that makes me. Johnny Olson? I don't no. know. What's her name? Ivana. No, not Ivana a, White. Ivana no, White. That's, a, that's the wrong Have I got the wrong show? show? I've got the wrong show. Wheel of Fortune at 7, Jeopardy That's 730. right. That's right. Exactly. I've got the wrong game show, but this is the right sex <laughs> show. So give us a call uh, if you want to share your story. We can perhaps help you with it. Otherwise, when we come back, I'm going to start off some of these emails, and Scotty's going to uh, weigh in on some help with your relationships. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I am joined by the Honorable Captain Scotty from the Jeff O'Neill Show on the Fox. Give your whole plug. Uh, yes. So uh, you're looking for quality programming in the mornings, weekdays, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., the world-famous Fox, the Jeff O'Neill Show, 99.3, the Fox on the FM dial. You know, when I've been on it, it's the highlight of my life, I have to say. I, I, the absolute highlight. Like, I have a few moments in my life that are memorable. <laughs> When you guys asked me the last time I diddled and I said just before I came in here, I was on West Georgia with a womanizer in my oh, yeah. trench coat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Love that moment. <laughs> but you do put the high in highlight. So we, we do not drug screen on I our do, program. No. We don't judge. Very this open. Is true. No judgment. No and judgment. I make no apologies. And this is fearless <laughs> sex. And now we have Shelly on the line and she's going to, either she has a question, she's going to share a story. Hello, Shelly. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you, Maureen? I'm fine, thank you. I heard you're giving away a Levi. Yes, so if you call in and share a little story or ask a question, we're going to put your name into the Levi Bowl. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I don't really have much of a story, but I did. I was listening to your show and how you were talking about Netflix ruining relationships. Yes. 
And it's funny because I always said I never wanted a TV in the bedroom. This is my previous relationship, I should specify. Mm -hmm. Never wanted a TV in the bedroom. We decided to get a TV in the bedroom. And you are 100% right. It ruins the relationship. It got to the point where I preferred Netflix over sex, which is really sad. Well, there's some good shows on Netflix. Like there really certainly good are. Shows. And there's some really bad sex out there. <laughs> really bad. It wasn't good. It ruined everything. So again, no more TVs in the bedroom. Well, I was saying to Scotty that the most common question I get is about erections or lack thereof. So I can't imagine there's any... I actually don't think anybody's having sex in any bedroom, so you might as well put a TV in there. No, don't put the TV in there. <laughs> well, I can safely say I'm having plenty of sex now in my current relationship. Yes, I'm very happy. and no TV. No TV. Oh, good. Do you think that if you brought the TV in the bedroom that that would ruin the relationship? You know, I don't want to chance it. Wow. I'm, I'm willing yeah. to bet yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, very good. Okay, Shelly, your name. What do you think, Scotty? Yeah, that was, a, no, that was that lovely was sharing. Lovely sharing. And your name gets popped into the bowl. Fantastic. All right, leave and your... I have tried the WeVibe, and it's amazing. Oh, this is the WeVibe 4 Plus. Oh, so it's even better. It's, it's going to mess with better. your mind in a good way. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for sharing, and I'm so happy to finally find somebody who's having sex out there. No, in my world, nobody does. Nobody like, has sex? No. Everybody that comes to me, they're not having sex. I had one patient, and she was having sex, and I said, she said, but if I need this treatment, it's going to end my sex life. It's okay. I said, no, no. I'm not going to treat you that way. You're the only person having sex. She was 80. You're the only person in my whole clinical practice, 5,000 patients having sex. 5,000 patients? Yeah. One person's one, getting it on? That's it. And she was 80. Does she have a TV in and the bedroom? And lovely. I doubt it. No. <laughs> I don't think so. There's sport in that bedroom. But anyhow. <laughs> okay, so that's great. Well, thanks for the call. If you want to call me and get your name entered in, you have a great story like Shelly did, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Uh, Scotty will help to answer that. But I have a question for you, an email <clears throat> that has come in. I want to see like proof this is a re- real email, not something you cooked up. Well, I'm going to... <laughs> Listen, I'm writing a book. It's called going to I'm already I've already got the name. I've wrote I've written one book and now the second book's called Sex and Health Why One Can't Come Without the Other. And the second book is going to be Good and Bad. And these are the good emails and then the bad emails. Oh. And I'm going to flip them upside down because the bad emails, they're not bad. It's just like it's it's basically every email where I would respond like, "Really? You wrote that to me?" <laughs> Really? Do you know that I'm the city's sexpert? <laughs> do you actually think I'm going to do that? <laughs> it's going to be a whole chapter on just the word threesome, because that's just what I get. Just the word threesome, threesome, threesome. Are they ask, uh, that, do they have a question they about it? They just say it. I have no request? idea. Who knows? But this is a boner fide email. <laughs> I was asking, what's the number one question you get? It's all about boners? All about boners. All constantly about boners. I have to be really careful. Like, okay, are you for real or what? Like, And a lot of them, to be honest with you, are new immigrants to the country. They've had no sex education and they don't understand what's going on. What's happening. Yes. Yeah. Weak masturbatory control, for example. We'll get to that in a little bit. What, what, weak what? Weak masturbatory control. Does that and, mean like you can't leave yourself alone? When they're... <laughs> No, it's not like you have to put a penis cage on or anything. It's actually men, younger men, so men in their 20s, 30s, who um, have um, softer erections during masturbation may be indicative of cardiovascular disease. Really? Or diabetes, yes. So it can be an issue. So I, I get that question from men, and they say, you know, when I'm masturbating, 
it's it's very soft and uh, you know weak power. Weak sex power is will be like three words that I might get. Sometimes I have to string these emails together yes, and edit yeah. them a little right. bit and try and figure out what the heck is he talking about. But, but it could be in cahoots with your a bad ticker. It could be in cahoots with your being with your having a bad ticker if you're a young guy. So you need to have that checked out. It could be diabetes as well or some other. Did you say diabetes? I did because I love that. Do you love diabetes? I like love no the sugar- word diabetes. Diabetes? Diabetes. Do you like sugar diabetes? That's I, don't, what you I don't know, but we say diabetes, <laughs> like the Diabetes Council, but then there's somebody in the States goes, diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. I think the Simpsons or Family Guy did it. Diabetes. Yeah. Oh. So I like that you honestly say diabetes. D- do I say diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> did I say diabetes? I think that's your southern twang coming through. Diabetes. Linfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> Okay, Okay, you got a fake question? Here we go. Yeah, I got a fake question here. Dear Maureen, I listen to your show all the time. That's real. I would never say that. It has taken me months to get up the courage to write to you to ask what I should do about my husband. I think he's having emotional affairs, but I am not sure. I have found him texting and sexting with women on his phone. He does not have a password and leaves his phone on our night table. Once I picked it up and went scrolling through and found he had been talking to several women, one of whom was quite a prominent woman. You probably know her, but everyone knows who she is. This is so embarrassing for me, but one thing he said was he would let the ice melt on her and he could lick it off. Another thing is that he has told these women that he is very sexual and then asked them if they are. He asked one woman if she had a tongue ring. There are about seven women that he's communicating with off and on. I don't think he's ever met any of them, but I have heard you say that emotional affairs are often worse than physical ones. I'm having a hard time dealing with this, and I have not approached him about it yet because I don't know what to do. Any help is greatly appreciated. Scotty, what the heck? Call him right now. Hey, what the hell is this? Call the guy? Call the guy I on don't it. have his number. No, no, oh. I don't call a guy. <laughs> yeah. Call him. Hey, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you text me? <laughs> I like ice. I Aren't like I prominent ice. enough? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> she should call the guy on it. Yeah. Yeah, she's Just prob- get it right out in the open. Hey, what the hell's going on? Exactly. But, but that, you... that seems a little dodgy. She's probably afraid that she's uh, going to end the marriage, right? She's afraid. I, 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 I sense fear in this. But you can't keep living... The way she is, knowing he's doing whatever the hell he's doing. That's what she knows, right? She can see the phone. What else is going what on? What else is going on? Exactly. What you don't know. Absolutely. Some, sometimes it sucks to rip off the Band-Aid or whatever, but sometimes you got to go, hey, what's going on? And then deal with whatever That's, may fo- come from that. What I was struck by was the guy has no password on his phone. <laughs> Maybe he wants her to find it. What the heck? Anyway, <laughs> uh, really, we're going to have to address this a little bit more when I come back. But that is it, dear. You're going to have to raise raise this issue and talk to him about it and tell him you found it. He's going to be angry that you were sneaking on his unpassword protected phone. <laughs> but, but what the heck? Women are so much better at cheating. Anyway, I'm Maureen McGrath. What? You're listening to the CKMW you can't break on that. Sunday Night Sex Show. That's my cliffhanger. Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I'm Maureen McGrath. I'm joined here by with Captain Scotty from the Jeff O'Neill Show, the most fabulous radio show in the morning, 6 to 10. With, yes, uh, uh, yeah, world famous Sea Fox. Do I get it all? 99.3 in the FM. Absolutely. Don't you guys have barbecue sauce too? We do have barbecue sauce, yes. yes. <laughs> we offer, our show offers the first and only free breakfast barbecue drive through on the planet. Oh, so fan- coming at the four, five Fridays in a row, starting at the end of June. Oh, great! We're hitting right. five different spots in Metro Vancouver. Fantastic! And it's just a drive-through, and you get a coffee, get a newspaper, you might win a prize, and we give you world-famous barbecue in wow. your car. Boom, you're gone. 
Wow, fantastic! Yeah. I'm going to come through. Yeah, um, yeah. If you, will you put me on the air? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell all. <laughs> and we have our own barbecue sauce, and you can buy that, and proceeds go to Children's Hospital. Fantastic! Count me in. Okay. I, w- I will buy some to give out on this show because people know that I love to give. But you know, speaking of prizes, we have a prize here: the WeVibe Four Plus. If you call in with your fabulous story, your contribution to the Sunday Night Sex Show. Uh, you will get entered into the draw. And I do have a question. I mean, uh, really, the emails are just piling up. And now we have Lawrence on the line who has a story. Hello, Lawrence. Hello. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? I'm super duper. Fantastic. We like your kind of guy. (laughs) Uh, Two story, uh, really short story about being a Catholic school, uh, (laughs) uh, recovering Catholic school. Um, (laughs) I loved my Catholic uh, school, I want you to know. (laughs) uh, At one point, uh, I came home in tears one day from school to tell my father that I'd been called a bad name. Really didn't like it very much. And by one of the nuns? By one of the nuns? No, no, fellow student. Okay. Who who knew I was about as much about sex as I did at the time. Um, Decided to call me a blowjob. Oh. Yes. (laughs) And I was... I couldn't figure out at the time, because I was in, like, grade six, why my father was laughing so hard at me. <laughs> <laughs> the sensitive man he was. <laughs> He's da- You're damaged for life. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, when I found out what a, what a blowjob was, it was, you know, oh, hey, I really wasn't offended anymore. <laughs> right. Did, did your and father tell you in grade six what a blowjob was? He did Am I allowed to say that in the air? A- yeah, absolutely not. No. <laughs> he didn't. So you still no. went a number of years thinking you were a blowjob. Well, yes. He told me. Well, he, he told me I was not one. Uh, <laughs> told, 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 told me to carry on. You know, it was a, a typical, you know, dad fashion. And as far as the Netflix go, um, certain shows get my wife going. So I oh, I like, like the affair. The, we're gonna need a list, Lawrence. Right, we are, but the affair is one. Have you watched the affair? We have not yet. That's on our list. And Watch it. Not, Yes, <laughs> that, believe me, it comes uh, from a expert. It gets you going. Yeah. What else? But can you give us the other ones that get your wife going, please? Uh, suits. <laughs> oh, of course, suits. Well, we tried the suits. <laughs> no dice. No dice on the suits. <laughs> no huh? dice. Yeah, the suits does uh, it for me. I have no, to okay. say. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Self disclosure here. She she likes cheekbones, so uh, we were good there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What else? Anything else you that, can? That that's the only one off the top of my head right now. But yeah, okay. That's, Lawrence, that is such a great story. Now, I was an inquiring mind, and when I was told that boys had periods and it was called spurt, I went around and asked everybody at the tender age of eight, what is a spurt? Boys have periods. They do. They do. I was trying to convince everybody. This Sandra DeLuca, she knew everything. She had stayed back, so she was a year ahead. She was nine. <laughs> and I just thought the sun rose and set on her, and she would never... Uh, Steer you wrong? Never. And in fact, she got dragged into the classroom by the hair by one of the nuns crying hysterically <laughs> because she had used the F, which she had written the F word on the cloakroom chalkboard. Frumpy? Yeah. Frumpy. <laughs> oh, the she other F word. Frumpy oh. on the cloakroom <laughs> board. That's a bad word. And, you know, birth canal, she wrote. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Private joke, private joke. <laughs> um, but Lawrence. I love your stories, and you dared to Thank call. You. I did dare to call. So you get I, your name I'm entered re- into the bowl. Really hoping. I know my wife isn't listening, so I'm, I'm okay there. And I know my dad isn't listening, so we're <laughs> <laughs> And you found out what a blowjob is. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Good. I'm so happy. <laughs> many, many, many years later. Oh, it, was it on this show? <laughs> no. <laughs> His 35th right. birthday. His wife Thanks told him what one was. Yes. Have you learned? Yeah, exactly. Have you learned anything from the? Have you listened to the show before? 
I have, yes. Oh. I've, learned for, I've been listening for a couple of years now. Oh, so. great. Thanks, Lawrence. Wow, you sound like a nice Catholic boy. I try. I try. <laughs> Recovering Catholic boy. Okay, well, yes, thanks thank so much for the call. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, well, that just warmed my heart. How, very nice. Pitter man. patter. I'm. <laughs> my heart rate is pounding a really? little bit. Thinking of suits. No. <laughs> uh, you are a bit flush in the chest. There. I am a little bit. Yes, I have a turtleneck on. You can't see my. <laughs> okay, email. Uh, I came in today. Today, ten eighteen p.m. So it must be from the East Coast. A question for you. I have learned that some types of medication affect your sexual function. How long after you come off the meds can you resume a normal sexual relationship with your partner? I'm asking because sexual relations seem to have more importance than I thought. James. I'm not going to give James his last name. Seriously, Scotty, what do you think of this email? Sexual relations. What was that? Sexual relations? Sexual relations seem to have more importance than he thought. What is he talking about? I have no idea. (laughs) They are important. And some meds? I've never was on, experienced okay. that, well, that You're meds. on a whole host of medications, oh, mostly yeah. antipsychotics. Yeah, yeah, all sorts yeah. of stuff. Okay. Self, <laughs> self-medicating. Self-medicating yeah. as well, yeah. yeah. The oils and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you come off of those, <laughs> when do you resume <laughs> a normal sexual function? I like to be consistent, so <laughs> I, I just try to keep the schedule like uh, as is, you know, right. whether I'm on the meds or not. <laughs> And it, I, I never bother my wife, so it's all good. That's great. Yeah. She roll over and play dead. <laughs> You're on the floor banging, doggy style. That's what we call it. Um, oh, okay. where's the rim shot for that? <laughs> Is that a go-to one, Maureen? That was terrible. <laughs> I don't know about the medication and all that stuff, but... Uh, I can answer that. But That seems like a strange question that... the sex- we- Yeah, are sexual relations important? They're more important that he didn't realize how important they were. No, he didn't realize. He had he's, no idea. That's more, I think that's a bigger question and more trouble for him than the medication. I, I, I believe it is, but definitely some types of medication effect. I have to go back to right. being real yes. now and okay. being a, okay. a right clinician on. and mm-hmm. serious sure. and help people actually help them. I've learned that some types of medication, yes, anti, antihypertensives, antidepressants, a lot of the um, medications for. Um, Diabetes, you know, other medications. Diabetes. I'm sending you the clip. The clip. It's Wilford Brimley saying. I do. Diabetes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Diabetes. No, no, not those. Antihypertensives, antidepressants, a lot of medications, medications, heart medications will affect your sexual function, yes. And you may get low sexual desire, so you don't feel like having sex. Or you may get uh, erection problems as well. Like you're, <clears throat> like on the bus and you get a terrible bus boner, that kind of thing? No, you don't get the you bus don't boner. Ever. Oh. No, no, no bus boner. Okay. No, no. That's really an embarrassing thing, that bus <laughs> boner Translink should do a, a whole campaign on that. What that, to do with bus boners? Oh, my gosh. We have somebody admitting to bus boners behind us. He's got his <laughs> hand up. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Matt? Well, I learned something in high school when you just kind of tuck it under the belt. I'm surprised that he doesn't know about that. It's a really easy way to hide it when you get it in public. I actually don't think there's either one of you could reach the belt. <laughs> hey. I always, hey Matt, I'm I, kidding. I always knew it as the up and tuck. And you mentioned that, Danny, guy, the up and tuck? It's like, mm-hmm, the part, of the, brother, yeah, part yeah. of the brotherhood. Listen, you know what? Everyone over-exaggerates that. I'm sorry. I'm a clinician. I've seen thousands in my clinical practice. 
they're like 5.5 inches when erect. I don't see them erect. I see them flaccid, of right. course. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that's the kind of, um, and so they're like one and a half inches long. <laughs> anyway, small. You know, it's like three inches or something. Still, a bus boner this, is a bus boner. It doesn't the, matter the size. <laughs> but the bare facts are you got a, bus, a boner on the bus. This is true. This guy, I don't think, has had a boner for a while, but I've never actually used the word boner on the show. So oh. it's very different for me, and I hope it's okay. But um, I usually try and stick with the more clinical words, right. like erection. But the thing is, how long after you come off the meds can you resume a normal sexual relationship? Medications have half-life. So they will stay in your body. Half the amount will stay in your body for a certain time. So it weans out over a particular period. It's different for different medications. So once the bus boner comes back, right, things yes. should be good, okay. and you should be able to resume yeah. having sex yeah. again. And, you, and, and James mm-hmm. should. It's all about James, communication. It so is. If, he, if he's real, like, I, I, I'm uh, highs and lows of being the husband of the year and all that, but... It is. You just talk. Talk to that other person and go, I didn't realize that uh, doing it meant so much. Uh, this is Get true. it out there. That's ex- excellent advice. That is there. great. Are you a psychologist in your no. other job? No. <laughs> uh, here's a question for you. We're gonna. This is our cliffhanger. Hi, Maureen. I was wondering why you do not talk about transsexuals. I'm transsexual, and me and other transsexuals do have sex problems or need some help. Well, you've not been listening because I have talked about transsexuals in the past and... Some of my closest friends are transsexuals. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I am joined here by Captain Scotty. He's in the studio with me. I'm completely honored. Uh, love, I love your show. As you know, Like it's one of my favorite things in the world in my life. You say that when you're in the studio, but then we don't hear from you for like two, three months. Yeah, You know what? I was... Raised to be very proper, and okay, I don't impose right. on anyone. So oh, I'm yeah. waiting for an invitation. Okay, right. I've got. I am fleshlight ready. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I ordered them for you guys, and okay. I have sure, three sure. for you. <laughs> and the next time I'm invited on, because I'm not a total, you know, people pleaser. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I have to be invited. Okay. And then I'll come on. Okay. Um, and that show that uh, you're raving about is the world famous Jeff oh, O'Neill right. show. <laughs> <laughs> on the world-famous Fox, world-famous 99.3 FM, Monday through Friday. Actually, we do a Saturday show as well. It's such a great show. It is It is so much fun. It yeah, is... and the, the, one of the guys that really drives the show is named Scott. He's fantastic. Boyish he is, good looks. Uh, boyish good looks. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, built like you've never oh. seen. I mean, he puts those suits to shame. Oh, yeah, come yeah, on. Absolutely. Bills out shorts. <laughs> so, I don't know if you know anything about this, but these are the kinds of emails that I get. Dear Maureen, I have a prob. I discharge in seconds when I do sex. My D, I'm not going to say that on on live radio, is very soft. I don't feel anything when I discharge. My age is 34 years. I kind of edited that one too. Okay, so the average time from vaginal penetration to ejaculation in the average U.S. and Canadian man is how many minutes? Uh, Five minutes. Matt, you have an answer? I think it's probably lower than that. I'm going to go with two, two and a half. Nine minutes. Nine minutes? Average time, nine minutes. I am asleep. Uh, <laughs> Brush my teeth. Had a snack. Nine minutes. Yeah, exactly. D- little Netflix? Absolutely. So the <laughs> definition of premature ejaculation is uh, discharging in how many, less than how many minutes? How long does the discharge? Yeah, well, well, if you are diagnosed with premature ejaculation, that means you're discharging right, or ejaculating right. okay, okay. within how many minutes? I don't know, 30 seconds? 
Yeah, yeah, one minute. One minute. Yeah, so that was good. So both of you guys, this is like the most popular. You guys know that answer because you know that answer. <laughs> because most guys know that answer. No one ever gets. I don't know who those average guys are in the U.S. and Canada with the nine-minute deal. Do you I think have that's no high? <clears throat> yeah, I do. I think it's a bit high. If but seen, then again, I'm skewed because everybody that, that I that see, you see is broken. This is they're they're all broken exactly. And you but that's cool that people reach out to get help because it is. There's how many people? If you've seen five thousand people in your practice, At how least. many how many people are out there going? Oh, I should probably call somebody. You're looking on the internet with bad thing to do. Bad thing to do. Doctor Google. Yeah. No, yeah, they they'll get it. They'll, they often say to me, "Are you doctor?" You know, and then I say, no, I'm nurse in sexual health, you know, and so it is, it is a place for people to email, you know, they might wonder about it for a long time. They think they're alone on their island. They think nobody else has this problem. I've just confirmed that two of you have premature ejaculation in here. Hey, (laughs) you tricked us. That was no trick. Anyway, that's uh, one of the questions, but you call and get your name entered into our little WeVibe 4 plus 604 280-9898 280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. It is not too late, I want you to know. I, I had this um, I had this fellow who, well, first of all, I have this woman. She emailed that she thinks her husband is faking orgasms. Do you think men can fake orgasms? Like everybody knows women fake orgasms. So Matt's answering yes, yes, yes. Up and down, he's jumping up. Okay, we get it, Matt. Faking orgasms. Well, there would, be, think- there would be, in some cases... There would be some evidence that would be missing if the guy was faking, right? No, because you can actually, here's a little lesson for you, my friend. You can orgasm, orgasming and ejaculating are two different oh, processes. Okay. Okay. So it's that orgasm piece. So they may or may not orgasm. Do you think men fake it? Women fake it, right? You know I'm that. sure there's some dudes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, about 30% of 30%? Men, yes, fake um, orgasm. And just why to, do you think? Just to get it over with? Uh, well, no, they, they want to try to uh, climax at the same time with their partner. Oh, okay. uh, it may be an anxiety issue. It's generally rooted in psychosocial issues. Um, yeah, so they, they're trying to man up. By, uh, by doing this, apparently. So it's, it's actually more common than you think. And women are not the only ones who fake orgasm. <laughs> Good to know. Good to we know. We did not corner the market on that. But I, I had another. What's I that? have a question for oh, you, Maureen. Oh, fantastic. What can, what can dads do to increase their chances of sexy time with their significant others this coming weekend because it's Father's Day? This is such a great question. Because it sounds a bit I've much like, oh, well, it's Father's Day, so I should get a little uh, rumpy bumpy there. But. That's the reality. There's, you know, that people are going to ask, well, what should I get you for Father's Day? Well, I don't want anything. I want one thing. <laughs> Remember what you gave me for my birthday? <laughs> I want the same thing for Father's Day. But there's, there's a gentleman we work with. Uh, he Every September is his birthday. So he gets some saucy time once a year. He looks forward to it in September. It's after the summer. <laughs> That's every man's plot. <laughs> that, that no, but is, that's once a year. <laughs> yeah, once a year. What, the one thing once a year. What 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 was the guy from the Catholic school? <laughs> Lawrence? <Yeah. laughs> is that what he gets or does he just get sex? I think he gets sex. Year. He gets straight just up. Just sex once up, a year. Once a year on his wow. birthday wow. in September. That's too bad. So he's, well, we're three months out. Yeah, yeah. So so he's looking forward yes. to it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's well, you know, I think a lot of significant others might say, you're not my father, so I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> what? Right? That's what they're going to say. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but if you're like the, if you have kids together, it's technically it's fathers. Like, sorry. No? They, they've, they've put together some crafty cards for you at school, and they oh. made you a necktie. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what you're getting. <laughs> so, but it would be kind of nice for somebody that you have obviously had sex with in the past, <laughs> seven years ago. Can we try that thing again? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, vacation in Remember the Europe? That? We did no. last year. Yeah. <laughs> what, paint the house again? <laughs> Not that either. He's going to slough off to the crankatorium. And that's the only way it's going to go. <laughs> There's a whole new dictionary that has come to this show tonight. Crankatorium. I haven't checked my phone. There may be some emails from the bosses here. I know. I hope I don't get fired. Um, <laughs> I'm always the worried Catholic girl. Anyway, well, we're going to go to break, but you still have a chance to call in and tell me your story. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your salad. You can cry on Scotty's shoulders if you like. He knows a lot about sex. He's married. Anyway, I'm Maureen. Hey, was that a dick? <laughs> to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I am here joined by the guy whose show you think this is. You think you're in the Jeff O'Neill show <laughs> because he's plugged it so much. But this is actually the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I am a bona fide healthcare practitioner. I'm actually speaking tomorrow to a bunch of doctors and residents at St. Paul's Hospital. Cool. About sex, because doctors uh, rarely get education about sex. I, I wrote a book, as I told you, Sex and Health, and a few residents from McGill ordered my book. Really? Can you believe that? So I just sent it to them for free because I was so honored. No, but, but on Grey's Anatomy, everybody's doing it all over the place in every nook and cranny of the hospital. So clearly... Absolutely. He said post-call reading, which I'm not sure if that was a good thing because they'd probably all be asleep after being on call for 24 hours. But uh, I have one more question here. My name is Sarah. Great show today. And I would have to agree women are better at cheating. Women are, you know, we just, we just don't get caught. We put passwords on our phones, okay? Right. I mean, we're not, like, stupid. Anyway, you have many stories about loveless and sexless relationships, and I apologize for that because that's the clinical practice that I have, and that's what people come to see me for, which are a genuine tragedy and something that I've experienced the few times I've attempted longer monogamous relationships. On the flip side, I am laughing, thinking of myself and some of my peers. We have no shortage of sex in our lives, but we are missing the love. What advice do you have to get more Love in ladies' lives. Scotty, that's for you. What advice? To get more love in their life. I think you, if if you're always going out and you're, we're going out tonight, maybe I'm going to meet somebody, that's a wrong mindset. Throw it all out. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't know if I can say rat's ass. I don't ass. think so, but okay. you just did, right? so it's okay. <laughs> if you go out there and you're like, hey, let's just go out and have some fun, whether you're with guys, girls, whatever. Yeah. And then something, you know, no expectations. Right. That's going to bring love in? I don't know. I think if you're going out and you've got that mindset, hey, I'm going to find somebody tonight. I'm going to meet somebody tonight. Destined for failure. You're going to mess with your chi. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you might mess with your chi. I think I'm a big fan of just falling into things. I fall into jobs. I fell, you know, fell ass backwards into meeting my wife. Yeah, yeah. I fall Uh, into things too. Yeah, yeah. I know. It just happens at the right time with the right people. Yeah. Yeah. So no expectations perhaps. I I think so. Yeah, yeah. And and say, you know, I would like to have a relationship with you. Perhaps I don't just want this to be about sex. Maybe oh, communication. No? Well, well, communication's key, but you can't just start <laughs> That saying, was your advice. <laughs> well, I mean, like, before you're meeting somebody, if you're in a relationship with somebody. Well, if you're, you're just having sex with them, say, and then nothing, you're, they're never taking you out for dinner, you're never doing anything together, there's nothing like that, but you want to have a little more love. Might Might you say... I just don't want to have... Oh, yeah, communicate. Yeah, if it's if they've got the couple and they're going on, yeah, for sure. Communication, yeah. let them know. And if they're not cool with that, boom, not, you're out. See you later. Yeah. You're done like dinner. That's right. Throw it out with the barbecue sauce. No, not the barbecue sauce. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's so great. to. Can you believe how quickly the hour yeah. has flown by? I thought for sure it was just going to be crickets for like 48 minutes and you and I staring <laughs> at our shoes. So <laughs> Never, never. There's always emails. There's always things. Next week we're going to address some uh, sexual health problems for transsexuals. Uh, thanks for that email, Ryan. And uh, so we have lots of subjects to talk about next week, but I hope you do come back and uh, visit me here and answer some more questions because I think you helped a lot of people. You had great uh, advice. Uh, I don't know about that, but thank you very much. And, thanks know, for the invite. You're very welcome. And, uh, you and do the, a great show. Oh, thanks so much. And I'm a great guest, so anytime <laughs> you want to invite me. <laughs> You bring those flashlights? No problem. I am bringing the flashlights. I'm telling you, I've sourced them, I've got them, and they are do ready pe- and waiting for the show. Do uh, people use, uh, obviously, they're quite popular. People know, I don't know if people know what a flashlight is. It's like a flashlight, it, but yeah. you can use it as an aid. Uh, we can say masturbation oh, on okay, this show. Right. Yes, yes, we can. Okay. It's a masturbatory aid. Right. Especially for those of you who have weak masturbatory control. Right. Once you've been checked out by a cardiologist, you might use a flashlight. Anyway, we are racing up against the clock. Thank you so much, Captain Scotty. Always a pleasure. Great advice. I'm Maureen McGrath. You've been listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Tomorrow I'm at the... The media, the um, golf media classic for the non golf women's media, the non golf drink on every hole golf classic. I'm actually giving away a passion party for 12. That's my prize that I've donated. Lots of prizes, toys, everything in there. So I hope somebody gives a big donation. Anyway, I'm Maureen McGrath. You've been listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show.